0: Welcome to It Starts at Birth, a podcast dedicated to empowering conversations for mothers-to-be and families who want to have a birth experience that they decide is right for them. My name is Faith, and I'm here with my husband, Mark Flatt, and we're excited because we're expecting our third child.
1: Well, I appreciate everybody taking the time to join us. Um, We've been on the road a little bit over the last few days, and we're back home. It's really great to be back home. Faith has been working on a series, Prepare for Birth. It's been great to hear her insights, and she has another great topic to share along those same lines.
0: Our topic today in the Prepare for Birth multi-part series is planning your support team. And so I've got a couple of things that I'm going to break down and of support team members to talk through uh, just to hopefully help you think through some options in your community and what might be right for you. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's get started. So in both of my first two births, Um, My consistent support person was my husband, Mark. Uh, The first time I birthed in a hospital, the second time just with my husband, Mark, as we've shared um, on previous episodes that our second daughter was born so quickly that he actually had to catch the baby. So he has come down to, um, I would say, a top running list of ultimate support people. I know there are some other husbands out there who have had to catch the baby uh, because The baby came too fast, but Mark, I'd say you're at the top of support people here.
1: I'm sure that would surprise anybody who went to the Lamaze class that I went to last time, that I've ascended the ranks to number one.
0: Yeah, there were some dads in that Lamaze class um, that were way more into the different stretching positions and all of that than you were, but hey, when it came down to it, you got down and did what you had to do, so you You deserve some high honors there. Um, but you know, that's not your plan a having um you not having your healthcare provider there or your midwife there to catch the baby, but it is great to know that you've got a support person um, who would do that if needed. And that, I think is why today's conversation is really um, something that can give you a lot of peace of mind as you're preparing for birth is thinking through who would be a good candidate in your support team options, and what that can mean for you. Uh, Once you have narrowed in on what type of provider you're going to use, and you can refer back if you still haven't decided on the type of provider you're going to use or who you're going to use, you can refer back to some of our previous episodes questions to ask your OBGYN or questions to add your, ask your midwife just to kind of interview them and to see, um, you know, if they're a good fit for you and if, if there's someone that you feel comfortable with and that will take the time to answer your questions. But once you get through that time period, then it's time to think about who you want in the room with you or else who you want just outside of the room. You know, both can be really helpful and supportive depending on what your desires are. And, um, you know, some people want a whole party with them. I'm not that type of person, but maybe that's who you are. Maybe you want a giant support team. Um, But when it comes down to different types of candidates, there are three areas. To really pull from and of course the first is your significant other and I wanted to talk a little bit about how you can work with your significant other to make sure that you're really gonna be on the same page and then the second grouping would be friends and family and how to pick the right candidates between friends and family and then last um, I wanted to talk about doulas especially if you're gonna be using a hospital birth and some of the statistics out there about how beneficial a doula can be for you if you're birthing at a hospital. And especially if you are going to be birthing at a hospital, which the majority of births in the United States do take place at a hospital, here's something really important to keep in mind. Uh, There was a study done that found that most new mothers expect that their nurse will spend about 53% of her time offering support. But in reality, the nurses in the hospital are really understaffed and overworked. So in the end, they're usually only able to offer about 6 to 10% of their time engaging with the mother-to-be or the mother in labor in supportive activities. So not just going in depending on... The medical staff that's going to be there with you to provide all of the support for you is a really important way to not only make sure you feel more comfortable, but also to help make sure that you and your baby can have a better outcome. And I'll talk a little bit towards the end of this about a study that was done that should, that um, did reveal that having a good support person in the room with you can really increase um, can really increase the positive outcomes for mothers and babies. So that's where we'll end up on this podcast. But first, let's get started talking about significant others. So your significant other is obviously an easy person to know that you're probably going to want there in the room with you um, as not only just someone to support you and to witness that extraordinary moment, but also, you um, Plan on having your significant other being on the same page with your birthing plan so that they can be an advocate for you. Um, Really take the time to detail your expectations and your needs and what's important to you that does and doesn't happen in the birthing experience. Talk that through with your significant other. Um, You know, maybe get them listening to this podcast just as a way to trigger conversations about what you do and you don't want to experience because as Mark has mentioned um, on previous episodes, uh, the mother, when you're in labor, it can be really hard for you to speak up and say what you want. So them knowing what you want is really important. So spend some time having conversations as part of your preparation for birth and talking about what you do and you don't want. And one great way to guide you through all the different stages of labor and some of the things that may or may not come up during your labor process is to take some Lamaze or any style of birthing class. Those give you a really great opportunity to talk through things you may not even know about uh, birth and some of the options that may be presented to you throughout your labor and to tell your significant other if that's something you want to do or you'd rather avoid, and they can help remind you of your plan when you're in the intensity of labor. And you know, a lot of people have various work schedules, especially with COVID right now, and may be hard to make it to actual birthing classes. So, what Mark and I are going to do as a refresher this time is an online birthing class. So that way he has no excuse not to come. And uh, we can just, you know, pop some popcorn and watch an online birthing class. So there are all types of options um, and ways to have conversations. But kind of hammer it down, come up with a solid plan, and make sure you and your significant other are on the same page.
1: And since it's online, there is no excuse not to have beef jerky there. So...
0: You can have all the snacks you want at our online birthing class party here at home. Um, And remember, Mark, and for anybody listening out there having their first child, if Mark hadn't gone to the class he had gone to, I think he would have panicked. But fortunately enough, it was like fate. The class he attended with me (laughs) showed a family birthing the baby by themselves just as a way of showing us it was like a home video as a way of showing us how natural childbirth can be and aren't you glad you had watched that that class mark and seen that video
1: I uh, felt like an expert it reminded me of when I was a kid I used to do a flight simulator and I figured out how to um, land the airplane and I kind of always felt like I could if ever needed step up and land an airplane if they ever needed somebody, and um, in that moment, I realized I could definitely land the airplane because I watched the video.
0: So for all you dads out there, you don't know what's gonna be asked of you. You may have to step into something that you didn't plan on. So, you know, get your flight stimulator type of preparation on. And also, likewise, for all the moms listening and the mothers, doing those classes together and kind of walking through the process together of what these different stages and phases of labor will feel like and look like kind of gives you that same feeling of you know what you're going to be going through, although it will feel way different than you probably expect when you're in the moment. But you and your significant other having an idea of what's coming and talking through a plan is really helpful. All right, so the next group of people that probably come to your mind, maybe this is where it gets a little less easy for you to narrow in on who is a good candidate to be either in the room or in close proximity throughout your labor, and that's friends and family. Um, you know, when it comes to friends, it, it's probably very obvious to you uh, what type of person would make a good candidate. But um, in terms of who is good to have around you, of course, it's those people who make you feel really good about yourself, who make you feel really strong. Um, You certainly don't want anybody around you who just wants to be there for um, the social aspect and you don't want to feel like you owe anybody being there. This is not like, um, you know, picking a bridesmaid or something. This is going to be a really intense moment in your life. So If you're going to choose between friends to have with you in the room, make sure it's somebody that's actually going to enhance your process, to be an advocate for you, who feels the same way about the birth experience that you want to achieve, um, who's not going to, you know, try and talk you in or out of things throughout your process. Make sure you've got a friend who's on the same page as you, if you do want a friend or two there in the birthing room with you. Um, additionally, when it comes to family, same rule. Don't feel like just because somebody's a family member, maybe they are supposed to be there with you or they have a right to be there with you. You want to avoid anybody who stresses you out or disagrees with you because it's such an intense time period. One thing that I remember my midwife told me with my second child was, you know, I, I don't care. And she was talking to a room, but she said, I don't care if it's your mom. If your mom stresses you out, she shouldn't be inside of the room with you. And um, I thought that that was really good advice. Now, me, I love my mom. She's had eight kids. Um, I would love to have her with me this next time around, but she lives far away. Um, but I think that that's really important advice. Don't feel like you have to have your mother-in-law or your mom there just because they're family. This can be a really intimate moment, and you should just narrow it down to the people that will really support you and advocate for you. So the last group of support people to kind of think through are the possi- is, includes the possibility of having a doula with you when you give birth. Um, If you're giving birth with a midwife, a doula may not be so important, Um, but for hospital births, doulas can be very helpful for the mother to feel like she's being advocated for in the middle of what is a very intense time. Um, And for those of you who aren't familiar with doulas, um, they're essentially trained um, individuals, women typically. Um, who are trained to provide physical, informational, emotional support. Um, They're there often for the time period before the baby is born. Before you go into labor, you get acquainted, you talk through your plan, um, and you get on the same page. And then they'll often, well, they will always be there for labor and birth. And then they can also help out in the postpartum, postpartum period as well. Now, doulas, um, you can hire. There are trained professional doulas. You can also reach out to a friend or a fellow mother you know who's very experienced, and they can play the part of a doula for you very well. Um, But I looked up um, some studies just to kind of get an idea of what the difference in outcomes are for mothers in labor and giving birth who have a doula present in a hospital birth versus those who don't. And what I found was really strong um, reasons to have a doula on hand if you're birthing at a hospital. So the study that I um, found was specifically on the impact of doulas on healthy birth outcomes And we will link you to this um, report at the end of, or in the summary section of this podcast. It's a great read, honestly. But here are some of the ways that um, this report found that doulas improved the birth outcomes, the healthy birth outcomes for mothers who birthed at the hospital. So first of all, um, doula-assisted mothers were four times less likely to have a low birth weight baby so that's especially for those who were involved with their doulas early on and got to know them and their doula provided support um, and advice before the baby was born obviously to help out with that but additionally mothers were two times less likely to experience a birth complication involving themselves or their baby And with the support of doulas, many women are able to forgo epidurals, avoid cesarean births, and have less stressful births. And a large reason, according to this report, that they believe doulas make such a significant impact on all of these medical procedures and reduction of bad outcomes for mothers is because it is well known that um, birthing in a hospital kind of puts mothers through uh, a series of interventions typically. The hospital birth is um, really built around when this type of situation comes up what are the interventions we have available to us. Whereas a doula will step back and remember what the mother ultimately was going for in her experience and when the mother isn't able to speak up for herself or is in a stressful situation, the doula can very logically say yes or no to the doctor or the nurse and say, this is not part of our plan. This isn't what we wanted to do. And a lot of times those interventions are recommended recommended when they weren't truly needed. So that's one of the reasons that doulas um, help improve the outcomes for mothers and babies. So a great addition um for those birthing in a hospital having a doula on hand is a great way to kind of mediate and to make sure that you get the outcome you want rather than just being funneled through um what the medical industry typically does which is to take a mother into the hospital and want to move them along in the process um the doula is there to help make sure that the mother's not shuffled through and forgotten but that her desires and needs are met in the way that the mother wanted them met. So I thought that that study was really uh, beneficial if I was going to birth at a hospital, if I end up needing to, if I become a high-risk pregnancy. Um, I would definitely take a doula with me because of this study and also just for peace of mind. But additionally, after the fact, doulas offer support as well and um, And because of the support that they provide postpartum, they can also support you in breastfeeding more successfully. But throughout the whole process, doulas offer um, an increased ability of communication and they give mothers a feeling of encouragement and that really increases the mother's self efficacy um, and gives her the ability to impact her own pregnancy outcomes, which is really what we're focused on here at It Starts at Birth, is empowering uh, women and families to have the type of birthing situation that they want, that they choose, and um, having the right support people in the room with you can make all the difference, getting your significant other on the same page, making sure you've only got friends and family who will actually support your desires, and then working with a pro doula can make a huge difference for you.
1: And this is a great spot for the guys, once again, to step up and figure out the plan, recognizing that things won't always feel like they're going to plan, but it doesn't mean they're going wrong. Um, there's a lot of reasons um, that people are constantly you know, going to be checking to make sure everything is going good, But um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be ups and downs, but sticking to the plan until there's a medical necessity to alter the plan, that's the key. And when you feel empowered and you feel like you're on the same page, then it's really um, a great situation.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. um, You want to draw out and write out your kind of ideal plan and talk that through with everyone on your team. But don't forget to talk about, um, you know, your contingency plans and reiterating that if things don't go according to plan, here are some of the non-negotiables. Here are the things that um, you really are flexible on depending on what's better for the baby. Sometimes even, for instance, depending on the birthing situation, an epidural might not have been something you wanted. But sometimes an epidural ends up being something that even a midwife would recommend if you've had a birth over a certain amount of time. So talking through the variables with your significant other is a great idea. Uh, But the main thing here, I think, is just make sure that you've got a bunch of people you feel, a bunch of people or a few people that you feel really comfortable with getting clear with yourself about what you do and don't want and talking that through with your team so that you're all on the same page when you show up and you can advocate for the same experience.
1: Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us for It Starts at Birth. My name is Mark.
0: And my name is Faith. And you just heard Prepare for Birth, part three of a multi-part series in which we focused on planning your support team. Thanks for taking the time to join us. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode.